Vida Abu Productions welcomes you to a new episode of the BE Podcast. On today's episode, we conclude our conversation with youth pastor Carlos Nava and pastor Jonathan Gallardo. So on that part, like, I mean, structures in your life like church. And I mean, talk to me a little bit about, I mean, again, because parents might be listening to this and maybe your parents. <laughs> how does it how does it work at home when you're at that age? So you get the maybe the wrath and the law from the church. Um, how, how did your parents help in that? Were they part of that? How, how, how did that work out? Because a lot of parents are confused, too, yes. you know, and they basically hand their kids over to the church and at, think that yeah. they're going to correct them and everything. Yeah, man. Man, my parents were v- very, very good with keeping me like grounded. Mm. Um yeah, because if there's anything that I can say about my parents is that like they don't care what people say mm-hmm. it's about who you like yeah, yeah. like your integrity mm-hmm. right and being like a trustworthy yeah. like you know, they know who you person. are yeah. yes and, and so they would always you know say stuff to me and even now at 31 mm-hmm. you know they they mess around like carlos you really gonna do that i'm gonna tell jonathan you know what i mean <laughs> like come on you can't be yeah. one way uh, out here and not be yeah. you know what mm-hmm. i mean and and they're still like that and they were like that since i was in high school and so the moment they started noticing me serve even with the the smallest things like Mm. setting up chairs or whatever Mm. um even there was a point in time where i did lyrics for for a while and whatnot they always made sure to keep me grounded Mm. like yo don't let that get to your head Mm -hmm. Like if it's not changing your heart, why yeah. are you even doing it? Yeah. Don't be playing people, right? And stuff. And and if you know my mom, you already mm-hmm. kind of know that's mm-hmm. just the the, the yeah. type of person she is. And and so, what I could say to any parents that are watching is, church in and of itself, that's not what's going to change your mm-hmm. kids. You mm-hmm. know, just dropping them off on a Sunday and. Hoping and praying that hoping you know best. <laughs> something happens, you know something. Here you go, Carlos. Stay, yeah, <laughs> there. It, it's it's a it's really a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. Youth ministry hand in hand, obviously with the parents, because you can't really expect the youth to have maturity if mm-hmm. the parents aren't showing maturity, yep. right? Yep. Uh, you can't expect the the children to have an understanding of what you know a christian life looks like if they don't see it they at don't home. see it exactly and so my parents you know they they were very aware and very conscious of my brother and i mm-hmm. being at home and we're looking mm-hmm. and and we're seeing what they do we're seeing how they act we're, we're seeing how they are with one another and and so they really helped us because a lot of the times, you know, when I would hear things in the youth group or even the church from mm-hmm. Pastor Andy and yourself mm-hmm. and others and even leadership, it's like, okay, this makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. to me on a logical level because I somewhat yeah, see yeah. it at home. Yeah, yeah. Now, my parents aren't perfect. No yeah, one's yeah. perfect. I'm not perfect. But 
it helps when there is a strong support system at home that doesn't disregard God's word, doesn't disregard prayer, doesn't disregard like the Christian mm -hmm. walk, but they embrace it and they model, yeah. model it. Um, and so if you're a parent, you know, I definitely do encourage and I would highly suggest, mm -hmm. right, that before you expect it from your youth, you gotta you gotta hold yourself yeah. to that standard you know like if you're crazy don't tell your kids yeah. to hey don't be crazy no yeah, you're crazy yeah, you gotta yeah. work on your crazy <laughs> you know what i mean and, and it, it's just different you yeah. know it, it's it, they're very they look at everything they watch everything i mean look at just look at all the stuff they consume on youtube mm -hmm. and social media and it's like why are you dressing like that oh it's probably because they saw something mm -hmm. you know online well, how much more are they going to replicate what they see in their homes mm -hmm. every single day? You know, and yeah. so that's just something to think about. So, and that's how you're pastoring for these last how many years has it been now? As a, it's as been six past? years, six years. Yeah. So, not only do you have the experience of church that early church formation of you know sometimes i mean we grew up in the same context i i understand that it was like a lot of a lot of law and wrath and then you i even got that at home with my mom it was law and yeah. wrath at the same time so it kind of like you know it makes a young person explode at times but you get that experience then but you also had that wonderful balance at home at home life that now translates into your pastoring you know because you can't yes. deny your upbringing or your experience whether good or bad it's part of who you are and you've uh, you know you've learned from it and you've kind of managed to go into now youth ministry yes with that experience behind you tell me a little bit about how uh you know what it was in the beginning years you know i remember seeing you preach to eighth graders, like back when we were at, we used to set up church at Morton East High School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was one of your first times that you were teaching the youth. Uh, yeah. And I think you yourself, you were probably like 15. I don't even know how old you, you were young, man. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Had long Justin Bieber hair. I remember yeah. all those years. Yeah, it yeah, was like yeah. blonde too. Uh, I don't know if you ever dyed it or not, but it looked, it looked blonde. But, you know, talk a little bit about those first couple of years and how you, how, how you've grown in, in that ministry man oh that's crazy bro like i mean well first off you know i i appreciate everybody that you know has played a role with mm. like me being entrusted to like do certain things yeah. because now i'm in that position and i'm like this is <laughs> hard you know yeah. And so whatever it was, I, I, I appreciate mm -hmm. those people, man, because they obviously played a big part in my development mm -hmm. up until this point. But I was definitely very, very like raw. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the best way to explain that is I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much uh, like, it's, it's weird to say, mm -hmm. I'm not an emotional person. Mm -hmm. But like I have a tendency to like speak my mind um, and I've grown kind of out of that to use, you know, more wisdom and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And like I'm just I was just like a very passionate person when it came to like those types of things, church things. 
I cared about the execution of things. I cared, well, I still care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I hyper cared mm-hmm. about those things. And, and so like even every quote unquote, right, message or mm-hmm. sermon or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> I would put the pressure of it wanting to be like a home run every single time. Throughout the years and the more opportunity that came to, mm-hmm. you know, preach and whatnot, um, it was mainly always to junior high students mm-hmm. early on. Um, I started to see the beauty of structure. Mm-hmm. I started to see the beauty of you don't need a home run all the time. <laughs> Just stick to singles, yeah. right? Every single <laughs> time. That's a and baseball metaphor. Yes, for all baseball the metaphor. <laughs> um, and, and just being, you know, very clean and structured and getting that message across, the point across um, for whatever it is that you're, you know, looking at in the Bible and whatnot. And just as a leader in general, it's it's helped me kind of put a weight on what team means, what mm-hmm. leadership means. And especially when you're dealing with young people, like I said, I mean, it's already a very tricky crowd mm-hmm. to deal with i mean you were at the camp and they're just kind of looking at you <laughs> seeing if you're gonna pull it's up the scariest thing ever it's bro. wild <laughs> i stood up there and i was like oh what did i why did i say yes to this <laughs> i know it's it, they're expecting like a bunny to come out yeah. of the bible or something it, it's crazy but at, you know as time went on everything just started to become more like weighted on Mm. what am I actually teaching these Mm. kids? What am I actually um, showing them? Mm. Am I just in a way trying to make the Bible entertaining Mm. to them? Am I trying to make Jesus be this guy? Like, trust me guys, he's Mm. cool. You know what I mean? Like trying to make him a Yes. And over time, it's been more and more of, no, oh, well, Jesus is appealing in and of himself. The Bible is cool and interesting and relevant in and of itself. Mm-hmm. What I have to focus more on is more so eliminating my urges to want to maybe spaz it up a little <laughs> bit, you know, which it's always yeah. there. and well, how can I make this even more relatable, right? Mm-hmm. How can I make this connect even more? And at the end, you walk in with just a dumbed down version of, <laughs> you know, what Jesus was yeah. really trying to say and whatever. Mm-hmm. And and so as time went on now, it's okay. Like what, what does the Bible really say mm-hmm. about X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. What is Jesus really trying to communicate with these people? Um, what is, what is the Bible, you know, and why is it relevant? Mm -hmm. Why should we care about it right now? Mm -hmm. Um, how does it make sense in the world that we're living in? How does it make sense in the life that we're in? Um, how does it make sense in our church life, Mm -hmm. in our home life, in our relationship life, right? And so on and so forth, but staying really faithful and consistent and true to what the Bible says and letting the Holy Spirit just work. And yeah, that's just kind of been kind of before a lot of what can I do now? It's okay. Let me be faithful to this and see what God wants to do um, and go from there. That's awesome. I mean, I remember speaking to you about, I mean, we're, we're big 
hear in Vida Monantan expositional preaching, the sufficiency of the word of God yeah. and just hammering that to you all the time. And then I remember having a conversation with you that 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 was amazing to me because, you know, methodology at times can be like, well, that's the way you do it and we do it, you know, and then also trying to figure out how to deal with youth because I'm not involved with youth and you are. But there came a point where where you told me and we had this conversation. I was just like, wow, that 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 you see the worth or the sufficient the, the worth of the sufficiency of the word of God in the youth after going through a book in the Bible with them. You're, you're, you were you told me you're like, man, it's it, it's enough. It's like you like within yourself, like found the that the, the young people, they don't they don't need that entertainment value or aspect so much uh obviously yeah it is youth so it's different there, there's different ways to get to them but it's not so much that like what you just said it isn't anything more on what you could do like you found yourself as a youth pastor the value of upholding the sufficiency of scripture and just teaching these kids and we're talking about junior high and high school kids yeah teaching them the word of God and that being enough. Yeah. Like I remember you telling me about that. Like you were just like, wow, this is, this works. Yeah. You know, it's not a method. Yeah. It just, it's the word of God. It yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. How, how did you get, how did you see that even, even more play out throughout these years? Yeah. I mean, I was definitely, I mean, you, you know it, you know, it's not no secret. I was, um, not, not nervous. Right. But, more so I, I was skeptical mm -hmm. right i think that's the best way to put mm -hmm. it not I, not that the word is fake no no none of that but just more so like can i really take young people through a whole book and and really mm -hmm. you know not call it quits right after <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks and in a way kind of keep them engaged mm -hmm. right with it um and Obviously, we sit under that type of preaching mm -hmm. every Sunday, my wife and I. And, you know, we've been in John for like 10 years already. <laughs> Going, yeah, uh, we're in the last time. chapter, yeah. though, right? So that's, that's we got to throw yeah. a party for that. But um, it's just seeing it week in and week out, like from us looking mm -hmm. at it from you guys mm -hmm. and seeing how the word like whoa mm -hmm. i re i and, and i'll always remember and i think i told you this um a, a good bit ago but that one story with jesus and the the man mm -hmm. the 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 man that was dead mm. and, You're talking about yes okay. <laughs> and no no yeah 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 okay. but I, yeah, i'm just yeah, talk, yeah. i'm just talking it out you're talking like youth yes yes okay okay bro like i was <laughs> i was surprised mm -hmm. by it and not that I didn't know mm. the story. I obviously mm. know the story. I know the name is Lazarus mm -hmm. for everybody laughing at home. But um, <laughs> the men, just the dead. way, you know, the approach and the way it was, you know, exposited, mm. right? And all of that. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. And okay, mm. I got a framework. Mm -hmm. And obviously we talk mm. and you, you know, you, 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 you show me what you do and whatnot. And I got the framework. Let me commit to this. Mm. And we did it. We did Philippians. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're doing Philemon. You know, we've we've done Ruth. Mm -hmm. 
and it's like yo this is yeah. this is awesome yeah, yeah. um i know philemon is you know like 20 some yeah. verses but <laughs> it's great to yeah. be able to take young people from the beginning to the end of a book mm-hmm. and really highlight god mm-hmm. in all of it yeah. And even I remember when we did Ruth, I was skeptical, right? Not not because I don't trust Ruth mm-hmm. or whatever. No, but it's a it's a little tricky, right? When you start to see, well, where's God in this yeah. book, yeah. <laughs> right? And, and just kind of going through it, and, and you know, and Pastor Henry was with us a couple weeks doing that as well. The young people were so thrilled mm-hmm. to have gone through a whole book. They were very excited. Um, and they were happy because they they felt a sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, in kids' class yeah. or even in youth class, yeah. it's a lot of one-off messages. Yeah. Yo, stop watching this, yeah, right? Or yeah. stop doing that. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. But we actually went through a whole yeah. thing. We know why it was written, mm-hmm. who wrote it, to whom it mm-hmm. was written to. We know like the the landscape of mm. whatever the time was, <laughs> the people, you know, mm. and whatnot, and the issues that were at hand or, you know, the little feuds between certain people. And it's like, oh man, yeah. and we went through <laughs> it. We, we learned more about who God was. We learned more about these characters in the Bible that God used, mm. right? To, you know, do things and whatnot. And it, it's just, it's just, it was just awesome. Yeah. And now it's more so like, again, like I've told you in the past, like, uh, I'm bought in, mm-hmm. like I, like I yeah. bought, I bought it. It's mm-hmm. not just drinking a Kool-Aid or whatever. <laughs> right. But it's like, no, I see it. Yeah. I see the importance of it. I see why it matters. And I see why it's so much better than just going up to people and being like, yo, you got to pray more. Why? Mm-hmm. You just got to do it. Yeah, Cause yeah. that's what Christians do. <laughs> it's like, nah, like, nah, let's go through a Bible yeah. book and really pull out everything that it has yeah. to really say, you know, and yeah. go from there. Well, I mean, that that's, I mean, as a pastor, knowing that our youth are opening up the Bible every Sunday as well and yeah. finding the worth of the value, the be, the word of God being uplifted, I, I think that's, that says a lot. And and I'm proud, proud of you, proud of what you and your wife are doing in the ministry. The fact that you guys took, what was it, junior high and high school kids to camp? Was uh, it, just high school. Oh, just high school? A couple of junior high. The fact that but, you guys did that in almost the middle of dead winter and not went crazy, I mean, that was amazing. I was there for like about two hours and I was like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. I got to see that and, and, and it's incredible to see that. So I'm glad that, that people, parents got to hear you, got to hear your story a bit and, yeah. and seen what God has been doing in your life. And this isn't going to be the last time you're going to be on this podcast. We're going to oh. be inviting you back. So uh, tweet us. I forgot the handle. Maybe well, it's going to be in the description, but That's tweet us to bring back. What's your handle on Twitter? Oh man, it's not like I just use it to look at stuff. I forgot my handle. I don't even know what my handle is, man. That's code to to not follow you. (laughs) Well, follow Carlos. I don't tweet nothing. And um, ask him to get on Twitter. Uh, I think Pastor Henry's opening up an Instagram page for the podcast, but I don't know if he's done it yet. But if not, follow he might us be on, throwing eggs right yeah, now. Yeah, we got to go check on that. So he might be throwing eggs right now. Tweet if you're listening to us. Ask him about 
to tweet about the story of the egg bombing and uh let's see yes. let's see how many listeners we actually have it yes. might be just one person but whatever yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. gonna be fun thank you for joining us and uh and thanks everybody for listening and we'll have carlos back on here soon enough thank you man thanks for tuning in for any questions reach out to us on twitter at be that english pod or go to our website be the abu that church we hope to see you next week This has been a Vida Abu Productions presentation.